Well, the impeachment circus continues on. It never seems like it's going to end. I had like 50 different stories to talk about today, but I'm going to put those off till next week. And those are time depend independent stories, so they don't really matter that much. So we're going to talk about the impeachment, uh, uh, impeachment hearings from the House Judiciary Committee. Then we're going to talk about what Democrats are planning because they didn't hide the ball at all. You're listening to Gene, and this is Dumbasses Talking Politics. Well, uh, the good news is I think I've got the video thing down a little bit. Uh, I learned how to use a specific, I learned to use a application to do the videos. So if you saw my last one over on YouTube, instead of listening to the podcast, you probably thought, eh, eh. Well, now I know how to like put pictures in and things like that. And I, I haven't done any of that, but I do have a lot of video today. Today is something we really want to, um, Today is something we really want to have a ton of video. And there's going to be a lot of stuff, so we're going to have to really get into it. Uh, the House Judiciary Committee started their public hearings today. And uh, af- and this is after uh, Adam, I don't give a shift, decided to release his 300-page pa- report. I'm not exactly sure what Adam Schiff had to report on. Uh, considering he had literally one person that actually spoke to Donald Trump. I think they had 12, 15 witnesses or something, and only one spoke to Donald Trump. So I'm not exactly sure what they what he had to say in it, but we did get some information about what they're probably going to impeach Trump on. We'll have to see how that works out. Uh, I started watching this. Uh, in I started watching these uh, hearings, and I did get bored pretty quickly. Though some of it was actually quite funny. Um, it, it, I mean, it kills some time at work. I had to turn them off after a while because I, I do listen to them at work, and I was beginning to fall asleep, and that would not be a good look. Uh, nothing was factual about this. This was not a hearing where. I heard some guy say this to somebody else that said that, and um, there was a telephone conversation with this cat that had sat on Donald Trump's lap while he was talking. It had nothing to do with that. This was strictly for law law professors. That's what it came down to. Three of the law professors were chosen by the Democrats, and one law professor was chosen by the Republicans. All four law professors were liberal, and actually two were left-wing. One was pretty left-wing, but mostly liberal, and the Republicans, he was also a Democrat. He voted for Hillary, Obama. He was a Democrat, too, but he was also just kind of honest about what had happened. Uh of course, the Democrats, they interviewed their witnesses. They never interviewed, they never asked a word of the Republican witness. And of course, the Republicans interviewed their own witness. Uh, some of the more ballsy Republicans actually went after some of them. Uh, and we're going to hear one. We're going to hear one. Matt Gates is a stud. He went after one of the most leftist uh, law professors there and absolutely tore her apart and she deserved it. Um, there's going to be no sympathy with this woman. She's really twisted and we are going to talk about this. Actually, I lied. We're going to talk about it right now. Who we're going to talk about is a gal named Pamela Carlin. She is a law professor from Stanford University. She's not a good human being. She walked in in her opening statement. She basically she did everything but but called Trump an a-hole. I mean, he she had nothing good to say about him. It had not and it was all personal. It was all personal. It was just animus. You could smell through the computer screen the hate that this woman exuded. She was an absolutely terrible human being. 
So she went in, of course, oh yeah, he's, this is absolute treason. The other two, I'm not going to talk too much about because I just didn't watch enough of those two. There was one guy, I don't remember his name, is, uh, uh, I think he was um, a blonde guy. He went to Harvard University, millennial, possibly gay. I don't know, but he, he looked like he hated, oh no, he hated Trump too. But I, he was just over the top too. Um, but one of the things that this Carlin did is she went after Trump personally. None, nobody else did that. And in this first clip, she actually goes through, goes not just to attack Trump, which she'd been doing all day. And she'd been thinking about this because this was all scripted. This wasn't something that she just came up with right at the moment. She decides to go over, go after Baron Trump, which is Donald Trump's son. Okay, listen, uh, watch this one. Give you one example that shows you the difference between him and a king, which is the Constitution says there can be no titles of nobility. So while the president can name his son Baron, he can't make him a Baron. <laughs> Thank you, the founding. <laughs> Now, I'm not really sure why anyone thought that was funny. I don't think that was really all that clever. I also, I, I, I would have, when I heard it, people laughed and it, it wasn't funny. I didn't take offense to it. A lot of people, Millennia Trump did. She let off a tweet just tearing this woman apart about how she can't leave, she needs to leave her kid alone. This her kid has nothing to do with... I mean, the kid has nothing to do with President Trump. It's his kid. That's about it. And Melania Trump is very protective of his of his, uh, of her um, son. So, it, it was a cheap shot. It was unnecessary. It wasn't funny. It did not progress any of her uh, ideas about the president. And what was really disturbing is... Can I ask you a question? Trump's been president for three years. Has he done anything that these people are actually saying? Has he actually thrown the press into prison? Has he actually named himself king? Has he let on in any way that after four to eight years, the second he's out of office, he's not going to leave office? Has he militarized the streets? I, I, these people are just insane. It's not King Trump. It's not been King Trump for three years. If President Trump loses the election in 2020, guess what he's probably going to do? Go to Florida. He's already planning. He just bought a place in Florida. He became a resident in Florida. Do you think he's planning to be president for life? Yeah, these people are stupid. But you know something? Matt Gates did it. Matt Gates walked in there and he didn't like what she said. And Matt Gates really put her on blast. And after he was done with her and the other two Democratic witnesses, you could tell that these people uh, were horribly biased. And the eight hours they spent testifying just went all for absolutely nothing. Watch this one. Professor Carlin, you gave two thousand bucks, or you gave a thousand bucks to Elizabeth Warren, right? Uh, I believe so. You gave twelve hundred uh, bucks to Barack Obama. I have no reason to question that. And you gave two thousand bucks to Hillary Clinton. That's correct. Why so much more for Hillary than the other two? Because I've been giving a lot of money to charity recently because of all of the poor people in the United States. Well, those aren't the only those aren't the only folks you've been given to. Now, you, you have you ever been on a podcast called Versus Trump? I think I was on a live panel that the people who ran the podcast called Versus Trump. On that, do you remember saying the following? Liberals tend to cluster more. Conservatives, especially very conservative people, tend to spread out more, perhaps because they don't even want to be around themselves. Did you say that? Yes, I did. Do, do you understand how that reflects contempt on people who are conservative? No, what I was talking about there was the natural tendency, if you put the quote in context, the natural tendency of a compactness requirement 
to favor a party whose voters are more spread out. Well, and I do professor, not have hold on. I'm, again, I'm very, I'm, I'm very limited on time, professor. And, I, and so I just have to say, when you talk about how liberals want to be around each other and cluster and conservatives don't want to be around each other and so they have to spread out, it makes people, you may not see this from, you know, like the ivory towers of your law school, but it makes actual people in this country when feel the like, excuse calls me, you don't get to interrupt me on this time. Now, let me also suggest that when you invoke the president's son's name here, when you try to make a little joke out of referencing Baron Trump, that does not lend credibility to your argument. It makes you look mean. It makes you look like you're attacking someone's family, the minor child of the president of the United States. So let's see if we can get into the facts. To all of the witnesses, if you have personal knowledge of a single material fact in the Schiff report, please raise your hand. And let the record reflect. No personal knowledge of a single fact. And you know what? That continues on the tradition that we saw from Adam Schiff. Now, I know that's longer than most videos I ever, sh uh, most video clips or audio clips I ever show. But, oh my Lord, come on. That was awesome. Tell me that that did not seem like two minutes and 36 seconds. He tore her apart. Okay, first off, you gave $2,000 to Hillary Clinton because you were giving to the the poor. You wanted to give to the poor of the country. Hillary Clinton. You were giving money to Hillary Clinton because of the poor. Why don't you do something wild and crazy and like, give it to the poor? I don't know. It, and then Matt Gates sitting back and pointing out, you're horribly biased. And by the way, Matt Gates did not point out how biased she really is. She is terribly biased. This is a woman who was in a uh, being interviewed for something and actually complained that she had to walk across the street from Trump Tower in 2017. Okay, so she was already going off on Trump two years ago when he was just made president. Excuse me. When he was just made president. She had to walk across the street because she couldn't walk past Trump Tower. This gal is absolutely nuts. Sorry, let me get this. She's going to have to wait. That was my girlfriend calling. I had to stop it. Um, this gal's absolutely nuts. Devin Nunez not only puts her in her place, then when she tries to over -talk, talk over him, what does he do? Shut her down. Hey, you don't get a talk here. You had your answers. You don't get the talk. And then Devin Nunez made two pertinent points, not just with her, but with the other, other two. Or all four of them, actually. The first pertinent point, she's mean. That's the Democrat Party. They are mean. They don't want you to say anything they don't agree with. They don't want you to, to be free. They don't want you to carry a gun and protect yourself. They don't want you to do anything. You do what they want you to do. And she's exactly like that. President Trump does things she doesn't like. So, and, and by the way, she hated him in 2017. He was just made president. He didn't have a chance to do anything. And she was already calling for impeachment. This is a bad, bad gal. Bad. The second thing that Gates did, which was awesome, do you guys have anything to give us here? Do you have any pertinent information we want to hear? And of course, absolutely none of them had any pertinent information. They just kind of moved on. But here's the thing. There was the one witness and that witness. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. We're not done yet. Carlin tried to walk this back. She actually tried to apologize. Her apology left a little bit to be desired. She was, I mean, it just shows the pure arrogance of this human being. I don't give a damn if you're a law professor over at Harvard or Stanford. I'm sorry, she was a law professor at Stanford. You're just a miserable person. Listen to this cheap 
garbage apology. She might as well have just not done it until someone actually told her, you know, you should probably apologize for what you just said. And here it is. I think that's correct. And if I can just say one Please. thing, um, I want to apologize for uh, what I said earlier about the president's son. It was wrong of me to do that. I wish the president would apologize, obviously, for the things that he's done that's wrong. But I do regret having said that. What a garbage human being. I mean, what a garbage. You're attacking a kid. And that's the best apology you can make? Oh, well, yeah, I, 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 I do want to apologize because, you know, I was kind of an asshole, but kind of an a-hole. God, I got to stop doing that before they ban me. I was kind of an a-hole, but, you know, President Trump's an a-hole too, so I, it's just, it annoys me when people do that. If you're going to apologize, apologize. Don't, just don't condition it. You're not apologizing. You're not sorry. That's fine. But then don't apologize because it made that made her look worse than the joke. That made her look worse than, you know, everything she had done. She completely invalidated herself when she made that Mickey Mouse BS apology. Well, here's the thing. It was Jonathan Turley, who is a law professor from uh, George Washington University. He was the only Republican uh, witness. Now, by the way, that's fine. Republicans are not the majority in the House. Democrats are. So the Democrats can have three witnesses and the Republicans can only have one. It makes sense. I mean, it's they're the majority. They can pick and choose. They have the advantage. I just want to make one comment. In all the time I watched that, that entire hearing, I don't think one Democrat questioned Turley. Meanwhile, the Republicans had no problems going after. When they had their um, five-minute turns, all of the representatives had their five-minute terms. Not one Democrat went after Turley. But every Republican attacked the other three. What does that tell you? tells me that there are some issues. But I'm going to play one, uh, I'm going to play the closing statement from Turley. And again, it's a longer, it's a longer clip, but I think it's really important because it really does sum everything up. Uh, so watch, enjoy. Allow me to be candid in my closing remarks because we have limited time. We are living in the very period described by Alexander Hamilton, a period of agitated passions. I get it. You're mad. The president's mad. My Republican friends are mad. My Democratic friends are mad. My wife is mad. My kids are mad. Even my dog seems mad. And Loon is a golden doodle, and, and they don't get mad. So we're all mad. Where has that taken us? Will a slipshod impeachment make us less mad? Will it only invite an invitation for the madness to follow every future administration? That is why this is wrong. It's not wrong because President Trump is right. His call was anything but perfect. It's not wrong because the House has no legitimate reason to investigate the Ukrainian controversy. It's not wrong because we're in an election year. There is no good time for an impeachment. No, it's wrong because this is not how you impeach an American president. This case is not a case of the unknowable. It's a case of the peripheral. We have a record of conflicts, defenses that have not been fully considered, unsubpoenaed witness with material evidence. To impeach a president on this record would expose every future president to the same type of inchoate impeachment. He said other things throughout the impeachment hearing. Uh, for example, he had said that um, the Democrats were actually abusing power far more than the Republicans were or that Trump did. Um, 
a lot of, of the conservative news media made a big stink out of that. And I, I didn't. I was like, he's right. He's right. But the people will see that. So it didn't really, I, it wasn't heavy. This was heavy. This final statement was a big deal. Let's take, let's try and unpack what he just said in the two and a half minutes. And I'm sorry if this was longer than it should have been. The first thing is, this is not the worst time in United States history. You hear a lot of extremes from people. You hear the president is a Nazi. You hear, even the even from the conservatives, the left is just completely radical. Well, they are, but I mean, this is the worst president in history. We actually heard this at the hearing. This is the worst president in history. No, not even close. Was he the worst president in history? There were presidents far worse. In other words, this is not the worst time in our history. The worst time in our history was when we're in Vietnam and you've got people who don't want to be in Vietnam and they're protesting and they're getting shot. The worst time in history is during the Civil War when people are being killed because of an immorality that we fought. This is not the worst time in history. We have the most today than we've ever had. And it drives me crazy when I hear these people say, oh, yeah, this is the worst president in history. I, I can name, I can name, I don't know, 15 presidents that are probably worse than Trump. Now, Trump, yeah, he speaks in a New York accent. He cusses. He uses bad words. He, he does things that aren't good. Uh, is, is, this is not the worst time in history. Um. He he shot out a good dog joke. I, I, I don't know. I think the golden doodle thing was funny. Definitely funny did the Baron thing by that other broad. But um, no one laughed. I thought it was a funny joke. I, I think that should have gotten a little bit more. Um, he pointed out that the process is bad. That it's going way too fast. There's no evidence. There's no evidence of a crime. And that the crimes that they're alleging are probably not great and probably wouldn't get through a court. Now, okay, I'm ad-libbing here. He didn't actually say that. He did, though, in the past. And But that's the point. The process is really bad. What's the hurry? Why are you guys rushing through this? If you have him on a crime, build evidence. Adam Schiff today or yesterday sat back and said, well, we, we're going to, we need to go through the impeachment thing and um, the evidence will come. The facts will come. See, that's a scary way to prosecute somebody. You committed murder. We know you committed murder. Uh, we don't necessarily have all the evidence, but we're actually going to go out and prosecute you. And we got more on Adam Schiff. Apparently, uh, today, breaking news tonight, Adam Schiff has been spying on a lot of people. And we're going to, I'm going to wait, I'm going to, do what Dave says, do the Bongino rule, because I don't have all the information yet. But apparently Schiff is not the angel he makes himself out to be. So we're going to go into that. Finally, last point about this whole thing. This is a danger to the future. Here, Here's the thing. I never wanted Obama. I hated Obama. I thought it was a terrible president. When Obama got elected in 2008, I was just like, oh my God, what's going to end up happening? I have no idea what's going to end up happening. This guy is too way too far left. He's crazy. Never in my noggin did it come to, one, he wasn't my president. He was my president. He was voted. And here's what I, I truly believe when we elect somebody. I sit back and I think to myself, you know something? Okay, I am not part of the 75 million people that voted. 75 million people can't be wrong. There's got to be something about this guy that I'm not seeing. Barack Obama was always my president. Just like Bill Clinton was my president. And Bill Clinton did some crappy things. Obama did some crappy things. But you know something? They were still my president. I'm still part of this country. 
I will never sit there and say, this individual is not my president. The other thing, I never thought about impeaching Obama. And by the way, Obama did not have a, uh, what do they call it? A, a scandal-free? Please. Obama had scandals up the yin-yang. You got to be kidding me. We could talk about the IRS thing, the Fast and the Furious thing. We can talk about the Benghazi thing. And I know I'm missing about 18 others. Just because he didn't sleep with his intern does not mean he did not have any um, any scandals. He had scandals. Here's the thing. If you take away the Russia hoax and you take away this Ukrainian thing, and you sit there and realize that the Stormy Daniels thing happened 20 years ago with a guy who cheated on everybody. I mean, Trump is not the guy. If I shook Trump's hand, I would be so honored and I'd get my uh, soap and I'd wash my hands right after. He's a dirty guy. He's not a guy I'd want to have a beer with. He doesn't drink, but he's not a guy I'd want to have a beer with. I, I didn't vote for him in 2016. I thought he was just, no, 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 no. We can't do this. Go down this rabbit hole. But it never came to thought my political, the people I didn't vote for, we should impeach. Barack Obama, in his eight years, I never thought once, well, is this impeachable? Hey, Barack Obama sat back and with uh, uh, Medvedev of Russia, the Russian president, he sat back and said, hey, wait till after the election. Then we'll have more room to negotiate after the election. That was on a hot mic. That sounds like a quid pro quo. Why hasn't anyone brought that up? So, I, I think that was the most powerful testimony. And I also think that that testimony really just shows how jacked up this testimony was. Because all he did was say, okay, there's no crime here. There's no evidence here. You guys are rushing it. And this is going to be bad in the future. That's all he said. He didn't say, no, I was with Trump when he, there was no physical evidence. There was no evidence here. This was stupid. Well, but Al Green was really upset with the impeachment inquiry by the Judiciary Committee. So, and I, I think I understand why. I think I absolutely understand why. After hearing him, his impassioned speech really made me realize how Jerry Nadler and the Democrats screwed up during the judiciary hearings. So why don't you listen to this? And um, we'll talk about it after. Mr. Speaker, I rise because I love my country, but I also rise today with heartfelt regrets. It hurts my heart, Mr. Speaker, to see the Judiciary Committee hearing experts on the topic of impeachment, one of the seminal issues of this Congress. Hearing experts, Mr. Speaker, and not one person of color among the experts. What subliminal message are we sending to the world when we have experts, but not one person of color? Are we saying that there are no people of color who are experts on this topic of impeachment? Okay, I understand why Al Green is pissed off. I, I gotta be, I, I get it. I get why he's pissed off. Al Green has been trying to impeach Donald Trump now for, I think he's actually filed articles of impeachment twice. And both times they were just like, no, 487 to zero or one. And the one was Ocasio-Cortez, because Green could... He's pissed off. He's a black man who's been trying to impeach Trump for ages. But you got to understand where this guy comes from. I, I, He thinks that it would have been great if a black man had started this whole thing. Now he's pissed off that a black man or a black woman is not going to have any influence in this thing. I, okay. I, it's just... It's really, it's really stupid. 
I don't even understand where this thing came from. Um, here's the thing. Al Green has never been a real ally for the Democrats. He really hasn't been. He has actually hurt the Democrats. Uh, this is a guy who on CNN set, I think it was CNN, maybe it was MSNBC. Who cares? You can look it up. I actually have it on a previous podcast. He actually said on CNN or MSNB on a news outlet, he sat there and said, we need to impeach this president because if we don't, he's going to get reelected. Oh, no. That's bad. That was really bad. Today, they were interviewing him. And he sat back and said that, oh, we've got, we could impeach Trump four, five, six more times. We've got plenty of reason to impeach Donald Trump. He's been president for three years. You guys have failed impeaching him. And now you're sitting back and saying, well, we could impeach him four or five times. So this is, this is coming. This is coming in my, my closure, but okay, then impeach him. And when you fail, try to impeach him again. Maybe you can have articles of impeachment all the way through the election. Let's see how that works out. Democrats are doing nothing. They're so concerned. This idiot from Texas, how he got elected in Texas. Yeah, he's close to Austin. That's probably why. But I mean, uh. so where are we going with all this? Where are we going with all this? I have the personal opinion that the Democrats, there's no way they're going to have the, the, the Ghanas to actually do this. That there's no way there's going they're going to impeach anyone. Uh, that there's no evidence that it, it's already, this impeachment thing is already really big. God, I'm looking at my hair. I really need to cut it. There is no freaking way they're going to impeach this president. It's just not going anywhere. It's stupid. Well, how about we just watch Nancy Pelosi today? The president leaves us no choice but to act because he is trying to corrupt once again the election for his own benefit. The president has engaged in abuse of power undermining our national security and jeopardizing the integrity of our elections. His actions are in defiance of the vision of our founders and the oath of office that he takes to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Sadly, but with confidence and humility, with allegiance to our founders, and a heart full of love for America, today I am asking our chairman to proceed with articles of impeachment. Nancy's jumped the shark. She's jumped the shark. She got pressured. I thought she was a stronger politician than she was. And that was one thing I respected about Nancy Pelosi. She was a good politician. Notice I said was. She's gotten old, probably got the, you know, the brain cells aren't pumping or anything. This was a stupid move. This was really a stupid move. And she's basically condemned the Democrats. But I, 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 we're going to get into that at our conclusion. And Dave, get over it. Yes, I'm going over 30 minutes. Deal with it. You can listen for 45 minutes. It's not going to kill you. Anyway, so I, I just, I think she was bullied in this. She didn't have a choice. The left has really taken over Ilhan Omar, all these idiots, uh, AOC, um, whoever, I, whoever the other people are. They bullied her into this, and now she probably just cost her party everything by doing this. We're going to talk about what I really think might happen. I might happen. I'm going to give you my guesses. Uh, I'm going to take a risk. Uh, but 
that wasn't the funniest part of that press conference. That wasn't the most serious. That wasn't the part of that press conference we should have been watching. The press conference came, the actual fun part of the press conference came after she announced she was going to uh, ask for articles of impeachment. Which, by the way, I'm not sure they can come up with. Uh, that's the other thing. You you still got to come up with laws that were broken. There are three that they might come up with. And those are horrid laws to say that president broke. So the funniest part was when she was walking out of the press conference and someone asked her, you know, are you doing this, guys doing this just because you hate the president? that much? I tell you what, I don't want to ruin it for you. I definitely don't want to ruin it for you. Just listen. You're not going to be able to hear everything uh, because it's because it's kind of muddled. She wasn't in a microphone, but it's hysterical. Do you hate the president, Madam Speaker? Because I don't, I don't Collins, hate anybody. Representative Collins, reason I ask. We don't hate anybody. Not anybody in the world. I did not accuse you. I asked a question. Representative Collins yesterday suggested that the Democrats are doing this simply because they don't like the guy. I think it's an important point. The president is a coward when it comes to helping uh, our, our kids who are afraid of gun violence. I think he is cruel when he doesn't deal with the, the, helping our dreamers. That, of which we're very proud. I think he's in denial about the about the uh, climate crisis. However, that's about the election. This is about the elect. Take it up in the election. This is about the Constitution of the United States and the facts that lead to the president's violation of his oath of office. And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the president. And I still pray for the president. I pray for the president all the time. So don't mess with me when it comes to words like that. Did she go off or what? Oh my God, that was awesome. I, first off, I, <laughs> this was just an awesome little thing. She never leaves a press conference without answering questions and then walks back when someone throws that crap at her. Oh my Lord, did she look really bad on that thing. I mean, well, let, let's, let's get with the statistics first. Her hands were flying all over the place. If you did not see this on YouTube, I actually have the video on YouTube. So uh, uh, if you just heard it, uh, she was doing this thing. Her hands were going all over the place. Her teeth were flying everywhere. It was, it was, it was horrid. So let's give you the statistics, okay? Four reporters suffered minor injuries when they were pelted with crack dentures, dried poly grip, and fake fingernails. So it was, it was rough for the poly... It, it was rough for the news media. There was like blood everywhere. It was terrible. They're going to be sanitizing that room for the rest of the week, trying to get that. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. She probably, her teeth were like flying all over the place. And you could hear her. She was flustered. She was completely flustered. Here's the problem. The country sees it like that. And she's flustered. Because she's a great politician and she knows the country sees it like that. That this is nothing but partisan crap. And the Democrats want to get rid of a duly elected president. And the one thing she said, she brought up, she brought up uh, that, that the president was a coward. Which, by the way, is always proof of love for someone or caring for someone when you call him a coward i mean i would think that i hold on i gotta turn this off here oh darn it uh, that always proves to me that i'm not a coward that someone loves me when someone calls me a coward i feel really good about it yeah um climate change he's a coward because he won't deal with climate change he won't deal with daca he won't deal with um uh, uh second amendment gun rights Okay, 
Okay, first off, fifty <clears throat> percent of the world doesn't believe in climate change. And those people, those fifty percent only believe in climate change because they want to eliminate capitalism. So yeah, I don't believe in climate change either. I, I would I believe in climate change. Uh, get me wrong. I'm not a denier of weird things. I do believe in climate change. I believe the climate always changes. And it's always going to change. It doesn't matter what we do. But until you get India and Brazil and China to to eliminate carbon emissions, there's going to be no point. And, and by the way, if we do eliminate carbon emissions, I'm not sure that's going to change the climate. The climate's just going to change. The world changes. Get over it. As far as gun rights, I think if you threw a bill on his desk that was reasonable, he might sign it. But so far, you guys have gone to the extreme. Automatic weapons with two bullets. I, I, you can't, you can't transport your weapons. That was done this week. You can't transport your weapons from house to house. In any way. The New York made that law. I cannot go to a gun range because I can't put my gun in my car. Even if it's in the trunk and the bullets are in a different area. I can't do that. That's the kind of policies these people... And DACA? These people are idiots. DACA? Trump has always been for DACA. He never eliminated DACA. He didn't want to eliminate DACA. I don't want to eliminate DACA. But you guys got to come up with a law. Oh, oh, that's the other thing. Nancy, you are the Speaker of the House of Representatives. What does the House of Representatives do? This is what trips me out because I've read the Constitution. I've got it right here somewhere. I've read the Constitution, read the Federalist Papers, okay? I understand how that works. What is Congress's job? Oh, yeah, create law. You want to legalize DACA? Work with the president where he will have a bill that will legalize DACA and he will... I got to get my arm on the thing. The thing's shaking. He will legalize DACA. He does not... He's not going to make... People who've been here 20 years illegally, illegal. He's not going to send them back to Mexico. He doesn't want to do that. No one wants to do that. We don't want to freaking pack illegals into a bus and send them back to Mexico, even though they've been here for 30 years. No one wants to do that. It's stupid. Oh, finally, the Catholic thing really trips me out. Sorry, I got I to gotta look at this. The, the, the Catholic thing really trips me out. So let, let's take a look at Nancy's positions on everything. She is pro-same-sex marriage. Um, last I checked, that's not a Catholic position. Same-sex marriage is illegal in the Catholic Church because the Catholic Church believes that the reason for procreation is for childbirth and same-sex couples can't have childbirth. Fine. That's why Catholic Church won't marry people. By the way, I'm for same-sex marriage, I guess. How about this? It's civil unions. If I marry my girlfriend right now, I'm not going to be married. I'm going to be in a civil union because I can't get married because I've already been married. I already had four kids. I, I can't be married again, but I can be in a civil union. All right, which, by the way, gays had well before the Supreme Court ruled on gay marriage. Quote, gay marriage. End quote. Okay. Two, she is for the elimination of gender. Gender can be something you, you just pick and choose. I got news for you. The church does not think anything about that. The church does not believe in any of that. She's against the freedom of expression with religion. She believes that nativity scenes should be eliminated in public spheres. Church doesn't believe that. St. Francis just this week said, we need more 
nativity scenes in, in public squares, in public schools. The Pope said that. The Pope, who is a left-winger too, until he can't be a left-winger because people get bent out of shape at him. Finally, abortion to the moment of birth? Nancy Pelosi is for that. I guarantee you, Nancy Pelosi, if she went to church, and I don't think she does, okay, she would not be allowed to take communion in a Catholic church. I'm Catholic. If she goes to a Catholic church and you're pro-abortion, you're that openly pro-abortion, you are not going to take communion. It's not going to happen. All right? So, I, by the way, yeah, and the other part is, okay, she prays for him every night. Yeah, she prays for him every night, just like Trump prays for her every night. Who's BSing who? Come on, stop. Okay, so let's get to let's get to the conclusion here because this is really going along, and I already know Dave is going to be bent. I'm already 45 minutes. Oh my god, maybe he'll watch the YouTube video. I don't know. The YouTube video is going to take forever to process, so I'm going to be doing it. There are three articles of impeachment that have been suggested, and this is based on the graphics shown on Wednesday's uh, impeachment hearings. The first one is abuse of power and bribery. The second one is obstruction of justice. And the third is obstruction of Congress. Um, there are some real <coughs> problems <coughs> if they decide to follow those, if they decide to follow those impeachment uh, articles. Uh, the first one is that there's no proof of any crime here at all. There's no proof of bribery. There's no proof of abuse of power. Here's the thing. Everything that they said Trump wanted, he didn't get. He did not get the, um, he did not get the investigation to Biden. He didn't get any investigations, actually. Um, the United States didn't receive a thing. There, 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 there's no evidence any of this actually happened. So... This is going to be a tough sell right off the bat. Uh, this, uh, as far as obstruction of justice, As far as obstruction of justice and obstruction of Congress, no, Congress... And by the way, when we say obstruction of justice, we're talking of obstruction of Congress. So they're actually breaking it up into two articles. Uh, no, 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 no. Trump can tell people not to testify and people can choose not to testify in Congress. They don't have to testify. That That is a load of crap. What usually happens, and it's happening with um, John Bolton. Okay, well, I'm taking the court. All they have to do, if you wanted Mick Mulvaney, John Bolton, or whoever, and John Bolton actually did it already, you want to take me, take me to court. And if a judge says that, oh uh, no, you have to testify, then you have to testify. If you don't, then it's obstruction. They're skipping things here. Congress is breaking the law. Congress has decided to become the executive branch. That's a problem. This um, uh, separation of powers thing, Congress has ignored. The Democrats in Congress have ignored. So if the president doesn't want to testify, Congress goes to the judiciary and the judiciary says you either have to testify, siding with Congress, which means the three powers executive, uh, congressional, and judiciary. The judiciary and the congressional say you have to testify. You have to testify. That's obstruction. By Congress saying, well, this is obstruction, what they're basically saying is we've got all the power in Congress, specifically the House of Representatives. Wrong. Wrong. That's good. These last two will be blown up. Finally, um, 
these are intent crimes, okay? And intent crimes are extremely hard to prove, which means, let's just say Trump did want to do the quid pro quo or the bribery thing, okay, which there's no evidence that ever happened. You have to prove they intended to do that. Here's the problem with Trump. Trump opens his mouth way too fast and way too much. All Trump has to do is sit there and say, no, I had a problem with corruption in Ukraine. I didn't intend to actually ups uh, give them problems. That's all he has to say. And by the way, I believe it. I think he was more pissed off about the two th six, 2016 elections than he was pissed off about anything anything about Biden. I don't think he's worried about Biden. Biden is weak. Well, I mean, <laughs> the Senate is going to do to Biden what the uh, House uh, Democrats are accusing Trump was trying to do to Biden. They don't have to worry about it. It'll all be legal at that point. It's stupid. They can't prove intent. Intent is, is horribly difficult to prove. Okay, so there are several things that I think are going to be really interesting in 2020 to look at. Uh, one, what's going to happen to Democratic candidates? Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, Cory Booker, and Amy Klobuchar. Um, the latter two, I don't think makes much of a difference. These people are going to have to be in the Senate during the trial. And at first the Republicans said, no, this is going to be a three day trial. We're going to run a vote and it's going to be over. Now cocaine Mitch is sitting back and saying, no, 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 Mitch McConnell, we're going to, we're going to run a full, we're going to run a full trial. That's not good. Iowa, all New Hampshire, all of those primaries start in February. What's going to end up happening? Um, what are the who are the Republicans going to call to the stand? And this is another thing why the Republicans in the Senate are now saying, "Oh no, this is going to be a longer trial," because they're going to call Joe Biden, they're going to call Hunter Biden, they're going to call a whistleblower, they're going to call Adam Schiff, they may call Nancy Pelosi. They're going to call people that are never had to deal with this when, during the impeachment inquiry. Understand something. Impeachment is a political process, but the Senate trial is a legal process. So they're going to be given a lot. And the Republicans have the majority in the Senate. So right off the bat, the Republicans are going to be able to do their own thing, just like Adam Schiff did in his own thing and the Congress, in the House. What's going to happen when this sham is over? What are the Democrats going to do? Are they actually going to work with the president to get anything accomplished? I kind of doubt that. The other thing is... Um, the IG report comes out. It comes out on Monday. Which, coincidentally, the Judiciary Com Committee has another hearing. I don't know who they're going to call. Probably Bozo the Clown and uh, Princess Leah. But what's going to happen there? Is that going to really blow things up? And what kind of fodder is that going to give the Senate when they start questioning their people? <sighs> Peter Strzok, James Comey, McCabe. Don't be shocked if these people start getting called up. Chalupa, the, the person that started this whole thing. Oh, it's going to be interesting. And when this is all done, are the Democrats going to ever work with the president or are they actually going to continue this investigation looking for another impeachment? And would another impeachment even work? It, it's something to think about. Because right now, they put all their golf balls in one basket. If that basket spills, what's going to happen? Now, the thing, the thing with the Mueller report, the Mueller report 
actually laid a groundwork for this impeachment, but the Democrats were so bad with this impeachment. Can they do it again? And if they can't do it again, if Nancy sits back and realizes we can't do this again, what would be the point of the investigations? I mean, the problem with this whole thing is they're targeting targeting the person looking for a crime. Typically, when you're dealing with criminals, you have a crime and you then you target the individual. It's been the opposite here. It's very difficult to do. I think the Democrats have really tied. And if he wins, oh, that's the last one. What happens in 2020 with the elections? What happens when Trump wins? Notice I didn't say if. I said when. What happens when Trump wins? Are we going to start this crap all over again? So let me make my predictions right now. Um, the Republican Senate, the Republicans in the Senate are not going to rush this. So if they decide the vote, and, and the suspected vote will be before Christmas, it's between the 20th and the 22nd of December, they're going to impeach him. I still have kind of hope that they don't impeach him. I think it will be a lot of fun if they do. I, I hope they, I kind of hope they do impeach him. All right. I, I, I really do, because I think it will be an absolute clown show after that. But um, the Republicans aren't going to rush this. They're going to call everyone and they're going to extend this because they're going to show what kind of waste of time it is. They're going to interfere with the um, the Democratic presidential candidates. And that will affect the elections. Um. We're going to hear about real corruption in the Senate trial. We're going to hear from Joe Biden, which will eliminate Joe Biden from, from the presidency. We're going to hear from Hunter Biden. We're going to hear from the whistleblower. We're going to hear from Adam Schiff. We're going to hear from Nancy Pelosi. Don't be shocked if they call in uh, AOC. Then we're going to hear from everybody. So I don't think they're going to rush this. Trump will not be removed from office. Uh, duh. I, we all knew this. It's not going to happen. Biden gets smeared to the point where he falls absolutely flat. And this is going to be the time we need to start thinking of Hillary actually jumping into the race. I think if impeachment comes, I think if impeachment, I think if impeachment happens now, Hillary's in the race and she will jump in and she's been hinting it, hinting it, hinting it. This will be a very bad thing for Elizabeth Warren. She will be done at that point, even though I don't quite understand why. And that will be a cat fight. I can't wait to see because... Hillary's not as far left as Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, but Elizabeth Warren is full of crap half the time. So it's not going to work out for her. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Um, it'll be Warren or Clinton that wins the uh, primary. And it doesn't matter. I hope it's Clinton. I really hope it's Clinton. I'd love it to be Warren because I think the Pocahontas jokes will just go really well. I, But I think it will actually be Clinton and then Clinton will lose the election by a landslide. And I'm thinking Trump will have probably 100 million to 120 million votes. It will be an absolute landslide. It'll be worse than Reagan versus Mondale. It'll be, it'll be really bad. Trump will win the 2020 election. The Republicans will take the House. The Republicans will take the Senate. They'll lose it in 2022. They'll lose at least the House in 2022. Those are my predictions. Um, it's going to be bad for the Democrats, and the IG report hasn't even been released yet. I cannot wait to see what's going to happen. Okay, so you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. 
you can download or listen to this podcast on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. You can watch the video podcast of this on YouTube. It's in the same spot. Uh, you can down. You can watch. You actually look at the uh, show notes and the basically my script. And um, all videos and pictures on www.dumbassestalkingpolitics. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.